Well, uh, I basically just say, hey, listen to you're, you're listening to the blah 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 podcast. Screens podcast. We're going to try something different today. We are going we're going to do something similar that we did last time with the Arrested Development podcast, but put it in an album context. Sort of do a, a group discussion about a particular album. And the album that we're going to start with today is the the sophomore release from San Francisco-based uh, black metal band Deaf Heaven, and their newest album is Sunbather. Now, um, let's introduce ourselves. I'm your host, Robbie. I've been on uh, this podcast in some way for around a year now, but this is my first time hosting, and we'll see how, we'll see how that goes. Um, to my left, we have Nick. What's up? And, uh, Hi. <laughs> and, we, and we, have, we have a newbie. We have a new addition, uh, a guest, since he doesn't necessarily write for the blog, but he's a good friend of ours. Uh, sort of a new friend of ours. Please welcome Michael. Bozo. Bozo. They call me Bozo in the hood. Okay. Now what I want to do first, <laughs> what I wanted to do first is basically just give a quick just shot of what you think of the record, and you know you can give some sort of context as to how you really how you feel about the genre, and you know just a general consensus in your mind of how you feel about the record. Uh, Nick, we'll start with you. Alright. Um, well, obviously I'm, I'm not a metal person. I, I, I know absolutely nothing about this kind of stuff. But um, I, I, I checked it out because um, I, I, whenever a metal album gets buzzed, I usually check it out. and I'm, I usually underwhelmed. I mean, uh, what was it? Um, that album, Liturgy's Aesthetica. I I, I like the yeah. um, the technicality of it, but I I didn't enjoy it as a whole. But it didn't Sunday, emotion- though, it didn't emotionally connect with you at all. No, not really, not really. Um, but this this new album, Sunbather, it it it's the it's just the um just really. I, I, I don't really know what to explain. I, I think it's because I think it's the sound. Um, the overall sound is it. A, a lot of a lot of black metal, um, well, well, just metal in general for me, is very. It, it kind of pummels you down and um, is very. I don't want to say depressing, but 
it's just it, it, it's very down on you so as, as a listener but um a lot of sunbather um actually makes you f- it, it, it kind of, it, it's kind of um what do you say jubilant um yeah triumphant um it, it it i guess you could say it it, it I, don't know, I, don't, I don't want to say it brings you up but it's it, it has it, a it, different it, it's, feeling it's, yeah it, it it yeah it's um i guess you could say post rocky in that um you could um but that's i guess you could say what what sums it up for me um just 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 the feeling is overall just different and it it, ma- it makes the stuff that i usually don't like from metal like shriek vocals and um pounding percussion um was it last beats um whatever it is um, yeah. i u- i usually don't dig that but when it's in the context, surrounded by these somewhat shoegazy guitars, which seem ripped straight from Loveless, yeah. um, it feel it feels um, it, it it works, and it it, ha- it has it, it, even as a metal not not as a metal fan, I can tell that it shouldn't work, but it does work. So basically, for you, the sum is greater than its parts. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, M- Michael, what are your what are your quick thoughts on on the record? So going into this record, I from the from the album cover, I've never heard of Death Heaven, and the the name doesn't really sound like a metal band name. So going into it, I thought I was gonna listen to an indie pop album, but you know I try everything. So I listened to the first track, and right off the bat, you have these really loud atmospheric guitar melodies, and I was taken aback for a second at how wonderful this was. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard anything this abrasive in a very long time. And I have I have a decent metal background. So, I mean, this is a very different album because it has it has a lot of influences from different genres with, uh, with some shoegaze and ambience. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Well, um, you see, I come from a different background... Uh, as far as both of you, it seems like we have, you know, someone like Nick who's really not into metal at all. We have someone like Michael who's like, you know, has is decently into metal, not a huge guy. And I mean, it's obvious to both of you guys, but I love metal. I've, yeah. I've, been, I've been listening to metal for years and years. I love, you know, most kinds of metal. I mean, there's some types of metal I won't fuck with. Like, you won't hear me listening to like folk metal or power metal or stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I love sludge metal. I love grindcore. Uh, I, I love sort of the, you know, like the hardcore infusions and, and I do love black metal and I really do love the, uh, the American black metal bands that have been coming out lately. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole hipster black metal discussion. I think it's a boring topic and it, and it has been a boring topic since the beginning. So I'm just going to get that out of the way. But I, I, I've known about Def Heaven since 2010, since they released their demo, and they were more, uh, I guess they were, in a sense, they were more, how do I say it, like, obviously black metal, you know, like, mm-hmm. like they still had, they still had their own way of, way about it, like, they were still very influenced by shoegaze, uh, I'd say very influenced by screamo and post-hardcore as well, and I think that influence is contained in all of their work, including the new album. But, you know, I, I really like their demo. I 
I really liked their debut album, Roads to Judah, which came out last year. Um, it didn't have a great recording, I don't think, but uh, I still think some of the songs are great. And and it's the first time that they really showed a huge post-rock influence because uh, there's one song on that album that is, you know, totally, like, almost Godspeed-like. But uh, I got to say, besides, you know, uh, besides the new Daft Punk album, which, you know, came out last month, this was quite easily my most anticipated album of this year. And uh, I got to say, uh, I was blown the fuck away. Um, Dream, Dream House, you know, which I listened to beforehand, it, I loved it when it was released, but it makes... I, I love it so much more in the context of this album. I mean, this album is such... It's such an album for me. It's not just a collection yeah. of songs. Like, nothing works as well as it does when taken outside of the context of the record. Like, to me, this is really a holistic experience in the way that the debut album and also, obviously, the demo was not. Um, and um, Nick was right on in comparing this to Loveless. This is, you know, not the most shoegazy black metal I've heard, but it, it, def it it's definitely indebted to, to, to that. But it also really reminds me of, like... Post-rock bands, definitely like Godspeed You Black Emperor, but also uh, one of my favorite post-rock bands is a Japanese band called Mono. And just some of the just triumphant, just just huge, <laughs> jubilous, uh, I guess, um, climaxes on this album remind me of that band. And also another Japanese band that, you know, I go on about loving so much is Envy. And they're a screamo band that, have, that has, you know, incorporated more post-rock influence and i you can totally tell that deaf heaven has listened to their fair share of that band just with you know once again how triumphant their climaxes are and that there is you know a pretty concise screamo influence on this record you know given the the vocals obviously but also the lyrics i think just strike such an emotional chord with me that i don't think the previous records have as far as lyrics go um but now that you know, now that we've sort of gone on about how we feel about the record just generally, uh, even though we did go into some specifics, I do want to talk more about what exactly about this album. Um, I I mean I I've seen such an acclaim from this record. I mean, uh, as of now, Pitchfork hasn't put the review up. I'm kind of interested in what they're going to give it. But I've seen such an embrace of this album from so many people I know and so many people I don't know um, that aren't, you know, aren't into metal. I mean, this is getting such great coverage from a lot of blogs and websites that aren't, that aren't, that aren't metal websites, you know, uh, just normal, you know, indie blogs. So I want to know, like, what is it, uh, I want to know from you guys, what is it about this record that makes it so, um, uh, that, that just make, that just made so many people embrace it in a way that a, so many metal albums don't get embraced. Okay, um, I, I, it's obviously more accessible, way yeah. more accessible than anything. And I, I, I feel um, probably the same, the same, the same. What, what I said, um, it doesn't exactly, it doesn't exactly um, push you down. It more or less brings you up. It's, it's yeah. probably the, mo well, the one of the most positive metal albums. I mean, like. Once again, talking as 
not a metal fan, one of the most positive metal albums that I've ever heard. It it's joyous in the in in, yeah. in some parts. So, some parts it it um it it does it does go to the um um kind of descending feel like you, you feel you feel like it, it's it's pulling you down into some sort of like somewhat darkier darkier darker um, <laughs> territory. <laughs> but um it, at that but then like maybe. There'll, there'll, there'll be like a, a chord change or something like that, and they'll bring you back up again. It's, it's it's almost like pulling you down to just push you back, push you up further. Um, in in, ter- in terms of um emotion and um feeling of the album, um, yeah, the music. And, and I would yeah. I would say that that creates a great dynamic with this album because yeah. if it was just positivity, 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 um, I mean at least for me, you know, that likes the grit of of metal, this would be a this would be such a boring album, you know. I'd say the only track that has really positivity, positivity throughout is probably Dreamhouse, and and I and I gotta say I saw Def Heaven open up for Boris a couple weeks ago, and I'm not gonna lie, I cried at at, at Dreamhouse. I I think that's just such a lovely, just amazing fucking tune. Um, but um, Michael, I want I, I want to let you go. I feel like we've shut you out a little bit. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, so. What I really think makes this album so enjoyable is the the composition and just so how it's just very engaging and I think what what does that is the guitar melodies on here and that's funny because usually when I listen to metal albums it's not it's not really the guitar that that does it for an album but here I think that it works because it's loud and it just kind of reels you in yeah very engaging and I heard it like this. Yeah, I, I also want to say, um, I mentioned I didn't think the recording of Rose to Judah, their debut album, was was amazing or anything, but I think the recording on this album is just, it glistens, it is just, it, it sounds gorgeous, and I, I can't use that word, gorgeous, to describe any other black metal album I've ever heard. I mean, this is obviously pulling from, you know, that's not the most original metal album I've ever heard, but... Uh, I mean, it just has a flavor about it that is just so enticing, and it, it it's almost like it seduces you in a way. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's just, I, I don't know, that recording just makes it more approachable, and just from a production standpoint, I mean, when all the instruments comes in, the, re- the record just shines for me. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that, that I haven't heard anything like this, so... I wouldn't really know what to what to expect from a black metal album. I'm not really big on black metal, so yeah. I listen to this as an album and not necessarily as a genre that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so, even and even though I'm big into the genre, well, I'm not as big into black metal as I used to be. But even though I'm big into metal as in in general, I've learned with the experimentation that a lot of these American black metal bands are bringing to not really look at it as a genre piece. I think that's something I've learned about music in general. Um, but yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. But also, um, I, f- for me, what I, I, I don't know if it's actually particularly part of what I, why, I, why I do like it, but um, it seems to have won an uphill battle for me as 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 a, as a music listener because, like I said, I'm not into metal. An al- an al- a metal album to impress me this much um, almost puts it. On puts it up another level because I'm if, if if something like this can can make me listen to it and I can say hey this is good 
then I'm almost impressed by the fact that I simply did that because I'm just so wary of this. Because I, I went into it with every single apprehension that I have with metal in general. But uh, maybe that's another reason why. Because it, it, it just it just seems to be knocking over so many boundaries. But it's like like you said, it's not completely original. It's just kind of taking this sound and taking this sound and putting it together and making it a little bit more happy. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. I want to get. I I want to bring this into an even broader um, or an, an even bigger scope and say, what does this album mean for metal or for the public perception of of metal or um, you know of these American black metal bands that have been that that have been around for quite a while, but it's really starting to gain just an, an, an acceptance. And I think this album is a big part of that and will continue to be a big part of that. But I want to know what you guys think about that. Well, I'm not huge on metal, but I could see how this metal album could be considered as samey-samey compared to Godspeed You. Um, so I don't necessarily think it means a whole lot for metal. Since really? it is very similar to other albums. You see, I actually, I actually disagree because I mentioned before how how much coverage this album is getting and how much praise it's getting from from websites and from pe- so many people I know that aren't even into metal. We, we we just talked about you know how approachable this album is, um, <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I it's probably too early to say, but I would hope that uh, this album being as as sort of grand as it is um, could possibly lead lead people and be sort of a gateway drug into maybe some of the more difficult to swallow uh, metal metal projects but maybe I'm asking a little too much <laughs> well yeah. no, um, you're not asking too much because um, I feel that if um but I, 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 I don't, I'm not going to say that I am now a metal fan, but um, I, I will admit that this will um, make me um, under, uh, feel less apprehensive of checking out metal um, than, than, than before. Like I, 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 always, I always keep, I don't know, not, not near to the ground, but I, I've always just, just kind of make sure that, I, that, I, that I'm up to date on, on at least the popular stuff. But this, this will actually make me, I don't know, check out... Um, a new metal album on um, rate your music. If if if, if I if I see a, a metal album that got that got a um, have got got a large um, got a got a got a big score or um, something that maybe you Robbie um, yeah um, and, uh, talk up a lot. Well, I don't necessarily agree with rate your music's taste in metal. I think they I think they love Stephen Wilson a little more than I do. Uh. <laughs> for example. <laughs> but yeah, um, it 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 just like 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 I said, it it opened some sort of gate so that now it's more it's it's more widely it it'll, it'll be I I feel because a lot lot of metal seemed in 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 the indie sphere it it seemed to be so and so like you you got the electronic you got the um hip hop you got the um. No, you got the well. You got the electronic. You got the indie pop. You got the rock. You got the the occasional hip hop, and like once a year, you, they, they you, you have like a, a breakthrough metal album. But I think with Sunbather, 
people are going to be looking more at metal and maybe picking out like f- about ten albums a year, ten ten great metal yeah. albums a year, and in, in, in showcasing that instead of um, just the the one off. Yeah, um, yeah, the token metal album like last year was like yeah. Paul Bearer, which was BNM, and the year before was Walls in the Throne Room. Um, I, I'd like to see more acceptance of you know not just one metal album that's embraced. I'd like to see more, but obviously that depends on the band, you know. You, people aren't just going to jump on any band because they're metal, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, do, do you think metal can move forward, um, retaining its accessibility, but also its weirdness, its weirdness, such as Sunbather? I think if I think that if 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 an album like Sunbather can exist and thrive the way it does, then yeah, I think any band could do it. I mean, obviously, accessibility is not a trait that every band has, and I don't think it's a trait every band needs to have. Uh, that's uh, for my own person, my own personal taste. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, yeah. the, the, there's a band for everyone, and and if I like the really weird shit, I can go for this band. If I like the you know really accessible shit, I can go for this band. But there are more metal bands that really uh there are more bands than death heaven that really walk that tightrope between accessibility and 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 inex and weirdness you know uh and i'd like to see some of those bands get recognized and i'd like to see you know who who knows i'd like to see more of those bands come out come out of the woodwork yeah well that 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 due due to this album is, is that's probably that's probably going to happen yeah uh, Michael, did you have some? Did you have something to say? I don't know. This kind of dwells into the whole how people perceive genres type thing, but I feel like it kind of holds close to its like this album holds close to its influences while kind of you know trying to push away because this is a very bright black metal album, and yeah. I feel like since it's more accessible, if people wanted to listen to more black metal, then they would try something like Godspeed You, which is very challenging, and you have to be very patient to listen to it, I believe. So, I mean, I don't necessarily think this album could be a gateway, because it's it's engaging right off the hook. So you think it's more... You think that the appeal is more on the side of the post, post-rock and the shoegaze side, yes. rather than the black metal side. Okay, that, that's, yeah. def- that's definitely an argument that could be made. But that you know, also it, it depends on the band. Like, mm-hmm. if a band is just straight black metal, they probably won't get the same kind of acceptance that Deaf Heaven does. It's mm-hmm. it, it's the way Deaf Heaven kind of concocts their various different influences that really made people just come to this record and really embrace it. So I, I definitely see your point. Mm-hmm. And to to an extent, I do I do I do agree with that. Uh, yeah, to, to, I, to, I, to I, an extent, I do, I do too. I, I do feel that more people will, will be coming from um, the Godspeed and the um, Explosions in the Sky and the Mono camps than metal fans, especially because a lot of metal fans aren't they? Um, kind of isn't isn't Def Heaven like a, a, well not not just Def Heaven a lot of black a lot of American black metal isn't that kind of like um almost like a poisoned word in the <laughs> in, in the community? Well, I pro- well I promised myself I wouldn't get into this discussion, but. It, it seems like oh, it, shit, it, no 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 don't worry it seems like it, it is a little bit canon um, it, it, it is relevant um, I think I, I'd like to think that those people are a minority um, I'd like to think that there are 
a lot of metal fans that are more open-minded. Um, like, you know, I'd like to think that I'm pretty open-minded, and I know I know quite a bit of metal fans that are as well. And I think I think there I think there will be a lot of metal fans that will also embrace this record. And you know, there have been a bunch of metal fans that have embraced bands like Wolves in the Throne Room and Kralis and believe it or not, even Liturgy. You know, uh, so um, yeah, the, there will be the small camp of people that will deride this as God, God fucking help me, hipster black metal. <laughs> and you know, it's a we'll, thing that exists. And we'll and we'll focus on more what they dress, you know, how they dress more than you know what their music sounds like. But that's that's not something I'm worried about anymore. That's not. I think that discussion really died down a couple years ago, you know, when Liturgy kind of, you know, lost their importance. You know, I think they're a good band, but they're not exactly in the forefront right now. I think Deaf Heaven really is. And I think that that discussion is kind of, I think that talking point is kind of an old one by now. Or at least I yeah. hope it. At least I hope it is. I think we can move past it. Well, I, I, I feel it probably should. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a metal fan, but... Yeah, but... I, I definitely feel it should because because it's really a it's a dumb conversation from beginning to end, um, <laughs> and there's my piece on that. So, um, uh, is there any final words that you guys would like to say about Sunbather and about Deaf Heaven and about your your experience with this album? Really, just check just just check it out. Even if 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 you're just into music, like good music, I feel that there there is there is something for nearly everybody in this album, and and. It, I, I can't, I can't stress that enough. As somebody that, this is the first black metal album that I've listened to and liked. The first. <laughs> Damn. So yeah. Yep. Okay, uh, Michael. Uh, so if you are even a little bit interested in metal, this is definitely a good place to start with with black metal because it's not as aggressive as other other groups out there and. I feel like, like since the the vocals are obscured more by the the melodies and the blast beat drums, and uh, a lot of people won't even care that they're screaming in the album. And I know there's a lot of people that won't even fuck with this because you know they're screaming. Yeah, but, and and that's fine. I mean, if you really yeah. can't tolerate that, then you know, and and, and you want to pass this pass this album. I mean, that's perfectly fine. I mean, this I don't think this is going to be an album for everyone. But I do think this is going to be an album for a lot of people, for a, a big range of people. But not not necessarily for everyone, obviously. But yeah, still very engaging if you like this type of stuff, post rock yeah. influence. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Um, I just want to say that all of my expectations have been met by this album and exceeded. Um, I I love this album. This is far and away my album of the year so far. Uh, I, I, I just can't get enough of it. Every time I listen to it, I find a new layer and a new thing to listen to and, you know, fanboygasm about. Um, and that, that's basically all I have to say about this record right now. I, I have written a, a full review of it. Um, it's Sunday night right now. Well, Sunday night in America. I know we have an Australian here, or it's Monday night. But if... Um, the written review will go up tomorrow morning, so it will probably be up before the podcast. But uh, if you if you haven't checked out uh, the written review, check it out now, and it should be up by now, obviously. Um, so thank thank you, audience, invisible audience, for listening. Woo! 
Thank you, Nick and Michael, for contributing. And you're very welcome. And uh, until next time, bye.